Uh, hello, uh, I'm Robert Rickover. I'm an Alexander Technique teacher in Omaha, Nebraska, and my guest is Imogen Ragone, an Alexander Technique teacher in Wilmington, Delaware. And we, we've recorded a couple of conversations about you, uh, what out some Alexander teachers famous quotes what they what they mean or what the implications of them are and this is i think the third in our series we did one with a margaret goldie quote one with an alexander quote this is from marjorie barstow and uh just to put it in context uh one thing about marjorie was she was the master of knowing what and how to say things in the moment when things would come up. I think part of that ability was just in, in part of her, but I think also her early um, entry, you might say, into group teaching um, kind of forced her to really be, to be extremely careful about what she would say to an individual given that there was a whole group of people observing this interaction mm -hmm. at the same time. So she she was kind of a genius at, at that. And I don't know whether you're familiar with neuro-linguistic programming, NLP. I've heard of it. <laughs> a, a kind of, you might say, the study of how you use language to effectively to bring about mm -hmm. the changes you want. Um, she could have, and they, a lot of it's based on early, early parts of it were based on a particular guy, a psychologist, I think in uh, Arizona, who was, um, no one could quite understand what he was doing during his sessions, but his patients got better in a way that in surprising ways. And they went and just they had videos of him and they would follow that very carefully and look at look at little details of what was going on. And then they came up with some theories about how to do that yourself. And Marge could have been equally good example to watch because uh, she, she produced these little gems on a regular basis. Now, this little gem was was different from others. This is something that she would often bring, say on the last day or next to last day of a long workshop. Her mm -hmm. summer workshops were four weeks long. And there were a lot of people that were there for all four weeks. Mm. And sometime towards the end, she would say something like this. I don't have an exact quote. But she would say, when you go home and people ask you, what did you learn in Nebraska? Don't tell them a little bit of nothing. <laughs> now, <laughs> you know, you got to understand there are a lot of a lot of kind of unspoken thoughts here. First of all, Nebraska is not exactly known as a hotbed of new ideas about how to use yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere in America. And, and she was the teacher. It was the only mm -hmm. teacher in Nebraska mm -hmm. at that mm -hmm. time. 
And uh, in fact, uh, I actually am the only teacher now in Nebraska. Oh, really? John's oh, wow. retired. Yeah, John's oh, right. retired. Yeah. So there, <laughs> it's kind of weird. But so so there was that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. You know why? Mm -hmm. Why would anyone go to Nebraska for anything? Background. But I think I think she she would she did this often enough. And I think she had an agenda. And, so, yeah. Yeah. So just what, one thing that strikes me immediately, she was yeah, telling yeah. you, telling her students um, what not to do, but she wasn't yeah. telling them what to say. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's yeah. my first sort of thought about it. Right. Yeah. She She wasn't telling them what to say. Just maybe. what not. Or maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> here's, here's the NLP sort of take on it. Is it, she saying it's a, what, what NLP people call polarity response. You say to someone to do something or not to do something specifically in order to get them to do it. It's like a reaction to a, a statement. Oh. Don't, don't do this. It can often lead to someone's, oh, okay, I'm going to do this. It kind of reverse psychology. Well, it's like it's like in the moment, how someone responds to a statement like that. So, saying to saying to the to this group, don't don't tell people this for sure. It it embeds it in their minds. Like suddenly, there's this idea that uh -huh. that, that, that they perhaps had never occurred to them to say to anybody yeah. and well, so yeah. he's saying well don't don't tell them this it's quite possible that some people would say okay that's what i'm going to tell them and see what happens huh. now, that's one huh. possible explanation huh. another uh this one comes from john macy actually a mm -hmm. colleague here uh in, in omaha he said maybe um they learn quite a bit about a little bit of about nothing which mm -hmm. to mean inhibition mm -hmm. um, and so why you don't want to say a little bit maybe if you're going to say anything say i learned quite a bit i mean that's that i learned a lot about a little bit <laughs> right yeah so there's that um the uh, so um so yeah the saying don't that's kind of a polarity thing um let's see uh is it, and oh another way of looking at it is at the very least if you get home and people ask you what you learned you and you have no idea what to say you might just revert to this I learned a little bit of nothing. And that could be also... an interesting discussion about what that means. You yeah, know, true. That. I'm also um thinking she was planting a seed that you are you may be asked, and what are you going to say? So that people might, might think about what they did learn ahead of time, um, uh, because she's kind of prompting yeah. that inquiry yeah yeah mm -hmm. there's that mm -hmm. um also 
you could say, so uh, telling someone don't say something is a kind of a inhibitory request of a sort, right? Don't mm -hmm. go in. Mm -hmm. And it's about inhibition. And so there's like these two tracks there, you know, don't, don't say you learned about, in a, don't say you learned about don't doing things. Mm -hmm. Not that, so yeah, there's yeah. that, there's that kind of overlay, you might say, mm -hmm. or a parallel path. I think she was, she was, she, she wanted to say something It could be taken in a lot of different ways, all of which would have been just fine with her, any one of them. <laughs> Like, oh, come up with something to say, for sure. You mm -hmm. don't want mm -hmm. to say that. Um, and also to get people thinking. I mean, I'm sure there were some people for whom the idea of they were learning a little bit of nothing was, was a brand new idea. Now, she did use the phrase occasionally. It wasn't yeah, I've totally, heard that phrase. It isn't, wasn't totally new, but it wasn't, she wasn't out there all the time talking about that. There mm -hmm. would just be occasionally, she said, well, it's just a little bit of nothing. Mm -hmm. So I would say, mm -hmm. I feel so different. What happened? And she said, would say, oh, just a little bit of nothing. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't real. It wasn't like she didn't pound away at that. That was just mm -hmm. an occasional phrase. But to bring it to the fore at the end, I thought was thinking in retrospect, was kind of genius. I mean, when I heard that phrase, I had no idea what to do with it. You know, back so uh, that was my going to be my question. You, as uh, one of her students or participants at the workshop, when she yeah. said that, yeah, um, I, I what did you go home and say? <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I honestly, it. I, I just put it aside at the time as being a slightly bizarre thing. But mm -hmm. over the years, especially lately, I've been starting with all the work with uh, that M Margaret Goldie's work has kind of come mm -hmm. more to the fore about mm -hmm. you know, her views on inhibition. Uh, it got me to thinking that Marge really had something quite interesting in mind. Mm -hmm. It, it had sort of bypassed me at the time, but now cycling back to it, I'm thinking that was actually a a pretty profound thing to say, even if if it even if it just caused someone to think, what what on earth is she talking about? You know? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I think if it prompts that, or it prompts you to think, well, what? what have we been doing? It starts you trying to verbalize it. Um, right, you know. right. So. so that's pretty much what I have, my thoughts on it. I will say that I, you know, I said earlier that she was kind of a natural genius at the use of language. Mm -hmm. and, and another example that perhaps more Alexander teachers would be familiar with is uh, Walter Carrington, who mm -hmm. in his way, own way, in a very different way from Marge, he he too was a master of of language, of storytelling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, you'd have a private lesson with him, and about two minutes in, he'd start 
off on some topic that seemed to have no relationship at all to anything you knew about. And it would end precisely at the end of the lesson. And at the afterwards, you'd think back and he, he said some pretty profound things. He was sort of sneaking them in to kind your, of weave them into the story rather yeah, than yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and that is it, he was a he was a genius at that, honestly. Mm -hmm. Marge did not work prim work primarily when I knew her with individual didn't mm -hmm. work, do individual lessons. She was pretty much always out there in a group situation and sometimes like 80 or 90 people in the yeah. room. So that's requires so a very different use. You know, mm -hmm. and when when a when a, a a particularly poignant question would come up, she would she would take quite a long time to well five seconds maybe mm -hmm. yeah but she didn't just immediately as i did then just come no, out with because her there's like a, there's like 80 yeah. people in the room and anything i say i need, I need to take into account where all these people are some of them had just arrived you know and others had been working in teaching for yeah, yeah. decades so what mm -hmm, what do mm -hmm. i say so she was she just uh she would take the time for the right answer to pop up i guess you could say she was inhibiting another mm -hmm. way of saying it. for sure yeah so that's that's all i have to say about it yeah, uh, yeah. interesting so. yeah, anything else you. Want? any other thoughts uh cross your mind on this i don't think so except it just is a curiosity and um yeah yeah thought broking which i think is probably what she was one of the things she was uh uh going for is that it would provoke thought that was people yeah she so. was totally about getting people to think for themselves yeah that was her yeah that was her primary motivation i would say Okay, so my guest has been Imogen Ragone, an Alexander teacher in Wilmington. I'll put a link to her website, and I'll put a link to some basic information about the technique, and a link to Marge, Marjorie Barstow's website that has tons of information about her and her, her teaching. So, thank you, Imogen. Thank, thank you, Robert.